The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about pointy shoes, Donny Osmond, and card games. If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be excellent chat and some fantastic songs thrown in for good mesure. Communal clap. I love clapping. I love clapping. Do you know when you clap too much at a show or gig or whatever and your hands actually sting? Do you ever get that? Yeah, you could just clap and clap and clap and you end up with stingy hands. Yeah. 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 Weirdly enough, right, I was at this thing the other night and, and the bloke next to me was clapping. You know when people clap? <gasps> Sideways. Sideways Hang on, clapping. how do we describe that visually? So you're not clapping out in front. Hello, by the way. Uh, it's Mel G here with the Mighty Bush. We're just talking about clapping. Um, clapping in front, like sort of praying clapping. Yeah. But the, the one you're talking about is the weird, against your body, yeah. arms going in, flush with the body, and, and it's sort of horizontal clapping. Yeah, imagine you were about to hold the baby Jesus in a nativity. Oh. Actually, do people hold baby Jesus in a nativity? Not or? usually, because the baby Jesus is usually sort of seven years old. <laughs> yeah, it's And true. called Dwayne. Dwayne. Imagine you're just rocking a baby. That's the kind of clapping Aww. he was doing. Sideways clapping. Sideways. Do you know what? So that's awful. That's awful. Now, what did, did you question this person or did you discuss in any way what was going on? No, I just kept looking at him all the way through the whole evening thinking, why is he clapping like that? And it was a permanent thing? Permanent thing. It, he didn't just do it once for clap show. every time, sideways clap. That's weird. It's the weird. other horrid clap um, is, is a sort of pavilion thing where people do it just with the ends of the fingers. Oh, yeah. That sort of, I hate that. Like country club, uh, good round in cricket type clap. You know, yes. someone's just, just a good knock. Good knock, old boy, good knock. <laughs> cricket clap, old boy. <laughs> clap properly if you're going to clap. That's the whole point of this show. Do you whoop? I've never whooped in my life. Do Come you know on, I can't, Bush. I would Come love. on, at a gig, at a gig you must have whooped. No, never whooped. Why not? Do you know what, right? I, I dream of being one of those people that can put their fingers in their mouth and do loud whistle whoop. <laughs> One like of those, that. yes. How do you do that? My friend Nem taught me. I'd love to be able to do that. She's amazing. She can do things like uh, make grass whistle. Oh, I love people like that. And she can do sort of strange things uh, with cuckoo noises. And she can also, she's amazing at Racing Demon. What's Racing Demon? Mate, the card game. Never heard of it. Oh, right, I'm going to have to play a tune. This is actually, the, I'm sorry, this is, the, this is the end. This is the end, my <laughs> faithful friend. Racing Demon Bush, you, the doyen of the board game and games in general. I, d I can't believe it, man. I know. I, I really feel quite put out. I, I've never heard of this thing before in my life. Oh, mate, you'd love it. So you'd go on. Absolutely love it. Little synopsis of Racing Demon then. So you have a pack of cards each. You can play with probably up to about, I'd say five is a really good optimal number. Okay. You can probably play with more, probably less. And you each have a pack of cards. Anyway... Long story short, you have to get your cards down using other people's as well right. and clear your deck as quickly as possible. So you win when you've run out of cards. Exactly. It sounds like my kind of game. It's so tense. Man, I want to play that. Yeah. I always forget card games. I learn really good ones, like on holiday, and then I yeah. forget them. Do you know the only card game I can remember is the one we used to play on the school bus? And that's where you... Do you remember this where you cut the deck and then you hit the other person on the knuckles that amount of times? What? With the... <laughs> I feel like I might have gone to prison for quite some time. It's kind of a game you might play if you were in prison. What? What if you get a jack? 
I think that's like 10 hits on the knuckles. Oh, and you hit the other person with the cards. With the cards. And that's the game. That is the game. Honestly, growing up in Devon, that is how you entertain yourself. That literally is the game. That's it. So you cut the deck, hit that person on the knuckles, then they do the same to you. It's quite bleak, actually, when you think about it. It's really bleak. But we used to turn off and go to Dartmouth to pick the... So we'd have to drive all the way to Dartmouth on the school bus for this one kid. Oh. And sometimes he wouldn't even be there. What was he called? I think his name was Barry something or other. Not Barry Scott. He went on to get involved in the uh, Silip Bang Empire. But sometimes Barry wouldn't even be there, so we'd have done a 25-minute like detour, because this was before mobile phones. How dare he? Through the country lane, hitting each other on the knuckles with packs of cards, and Barry wouldn't even be there. Barry's a funny one, isn't it? Because Barry is the sort of name that you'd have when you were 40. <laughs> yes, But exactly. not when you're 11. No, it doesn't work on 11. Maybe a, Like a, Bernard. Yes, imagine a baby Bernard. Baby Bernard. A little baby Bernard. I know. Isn't Strange, isn't it? It's like my, my dad's called Nigel, and you oh, can't imagine a baby Nigel. baby Nigel. Baby Nigel. Has anyone seen Nigel? Where'd you put Nigel down? Baby Dennis. I know, again, old man's name. Isn't it? It's strange. God, I wonder what's happened to old Barry. <laughs> I don't know. So did you crack him severely on the knuckles then as soon as he entered the bus? That was that was the uh, punishment for Barry for oh, making us wait. Oh my goodness Imagine me. that as a kid, a whole bus going out of its way just to pick you up. It's madness. It's that, madness. I know, it is madness. And he came over on a ferry as well, so we had a really epic feel to his journey. What? So he came over. From France? <laughs> From France. Barry. <laughs> Bonjour, je m'appelle Barry. <laughs> Where did he come from on the ferry? Uh, he came over from Dartmouth. This is so convoluted, I do apologise. Oh, a chain ferry? No, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. kind of a chain. There's a chain on the side of the boat. The boat pulls the... I don't want to get bogged down, but it pulls the, <laughs> the jetty. Thing. A jetty. Uh, so Barry come over from Dartmouth to Kingsweir. Did I mention Kingsweir? And then we pick him up from Kingsweir. <laughs> I just thought we could have called ahead. That's it. That's the the moral of the story. Just so, call ahead, Barry, mate. So you would have to wait sometimes for the ferry. What about the tide? What about the weather? I know these are all factors we didn't even think about. I and mean, we'd be looking out the window saying, do you think Barry's going to be here today? And inevitably... Who knows? I mean, he was, well, not quite a bit. He was off quite a bit, really, to be honest with you. Oh, that's marvellous. Unbelievable, mate. isn't it? That's... Well, that, that's that, yeah, that's all we need to know. Uh, enough of Barry. He's probably still at the ferry stop waiting to be picked up by the orange bus. It was orange, wasn't it? It was an orange bus, hey, yeah. Hey. Like Snoopy. Um, it's <laughs> Mel G on Magic here with the Mighty Bush. More great music coming up after this. Saturday afternoon is Mel G here with the Mighty Bush. Hope you're having a lovely weekend so far. Um, I'm quite excited about this because we are about to embark into the world of the ledger. I have oh, it yes. in my hand. It's waiting. I've got the little string which keeps the page uh, open. I'm hoping that the bed of music is going to come. And there we go. There we go. Come on, James. There he goes. Come on. There he goes. Now, listen, ledger of ledger. Let me explain. The ledger of legends uh, is where we put on a sort of golden pedestal an everyday thing. It could be a person, could be a foodstuff, an objet. Have we ever done sweet potato fries? Just haven't talked about it before. Ooh. I don't know if we have, but it was something like that. We mentioned them earlier on. Yeah. It's that kind of thing, yeah, isn't it? And often they don't get the praise they deserve. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're trying to put that right. Now, my friend, I've got something very, very special to go in the ledge today. Okay. This person mm-hmm. has come into my life via the form of music. Okay. For the first time since the 1970s, and I'm going to say one thing, the guy is a total ledge and has an amazing voice. Okay, now is this someone that you liked previously and then you kind of rediscovered or you've only just got into him now? Right, I was a little bit too young to be heavily, heavily into him. Okay. But my elder brothers and sisters were totally obsessed. My sister was in love with him for the whole of the 70s. Is it little Donny Osmond? Yes, you're joking. Donny Osmond, mate. You are joking. No, I've written it down. Oh, my word. That was just a complete yeah. guess. Donny, <laughs> Ruddy, 
Osmond. Mel, come on. Seriously, Mate, matey, no. Matey. Really? Have you listened to his voice? I have, yes. He's got a very, very strong voice. How have you got back into Donny Osmond? So my sister-in-law, Dodie, who I adore, yeah. is a total uh, Don obsess. Yeah. And uh, every Christmas I give her the Don, uh, the Don's calendar. <laughs> Different picture of the Don every month. It's it's a joy. Because people are obsessed with this man, aren't they? Oh, my they? God. Absolutely oh my God. fanatical. So Dodie rings me up and she goes, I'm going to go and see the Don um, <laughs> at Hammersmith uh-huh. and uh, my friend can't go. Can you go? I have to confess, I did gulp slightly and think, um, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see Ian Brown, yeah. an uncle. Someone cool like Somebody that. slightly cooler. Yeah. But I said, yes, mate, the guy is hilarious. Really? He's such a showman. He is brilliant, and the voice, I don't know how old he is now, he must be nearly 60, the Don. Yeah. Unbelievable voice. So he's kind of won you over as totally. well now. and I love his teeth. Is there, so is there a nickname for them, uh, for fans of him? I call him the Don. Is it the Don? Uh, what do you like would, about his teeth, incidentally? Mate, all the Osmonds had, incre- come on, incredible teeth. <laughs> that classic, all-American, racks of just bright white gnashes, totally really? straight. Yeah. Okay. So okay, if I know you. I'll draw him. I know you're balking at this, but yeah. Donny Osmond's going right in the ledge of ledge. There we have it. There you go. Don't knock him until you've seen him live. Exactly. Last week was a celery stick. <laughs> this week it's Donny Ruddy Osmond. Do it, Bush. He's going to draw it. By the way, that's what he does every week. <laughs> so the big news here is that Bush has rendered Donny Osmond. In ink. And it's very, very strong, mate. The teeth are superb. The teeth are his main thing, aren't oh, they? Oh, I love Donnie. He's really funny, though. Has he still got jet black hair? Because yeah. the picture I just drew from is jet black jet hair. Jet black. Really? I think I think he might have gone to Mr. Die <laughs> for that. Barry possibly. Grecian and Bobby 2000. <laughs> pots and pans. Pots and pans. I'm really obsessed with pots. I'm a bit obsessed with pots and pans. <laughs> sorry, this is an in-gag from in last joke. week, gang. I'm sorry. sorry. It was very funny. Pots and pans. Uh, um, one for the purists there. <laughs> no, that's very, very good. Um, there are, of course, sort of nine Osmonds, aren't there? What are the other ones doing? I know that the one that did Longhead Lover from Liverpool... Jimmy. ...is still, like, doing stuff. Jimmy. What are the uh, other ones doing? Marie had about 25 children and is still going strong and looking... <laughs> Amazing. Really? And she and Donnie had the Donnie and Marie show, which was like a sort of chat show, and really, again, really funny. Have I, I gone mad, Bush? I don't know. I, I do worry you're, about you a look, little bit. You're looking at me slightly askance. I feel like I might need to organise an intervention. Only because I don't want you to end up in some kind of Osman-based cult, because people seem fine, then they go and watch him, then they're like, do not take Donnie's <laughs> name in vain. How dare you insult our leader? He was so good, though. Like, really? Yes! God. And what was the encore? What was the big song at the end that everyone got up? Did you get up and do some mum dancing? Crazy horses and Crazy horses But he's released something like 72 albums. Has <laughs> he really? Yeah. Oh my God. He's unbelieved. I feel like he might be like 200 years old. He's Maybe in, like he's in old well, paintings, still him, just looking exactly the same. He, out of all the Osmonds, I have to say, he is the I, this sounds mean, but he is the best preserved. But to me, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's been visiting Mrs. Botox at all. So I he, might be totally wrong. He's had a he's had a trip to see his friend Mr. Die. Yes, Barry he, Barry Grecian. Barry Grecian and Bobby Two Thousand. But he's not been anywhere near Tony Botox. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks fresh. 
Dan, what's his secret? Fresh as a Mormon daisy. Well, there you go. Now, listen ye up. That's a delight. I'm very glad Donny Osmond... Oh, I must give him his Latin name, which is, of course, Donaldus Osmundibus. Uh, time now for some more music on your Saturday afternoon. Uh, this is... I love this. Uh, Tavares. Yeah, Tavares. 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 Uh, first question for you, Mel. The current TV test card with the girl and the clown is creepy. Mm-hmm. What should the test card be in 2018? That's a good oh, question, isn't it? I wonder what they do these days. If if the whole sort of network goes down and they have to put something in there, what do you think they do? It's weird because people or kids now have got no concept of a TV station ending for no, the night. No, no. Somebody used to knock it on the head at like midnight. Yeah, and they'd just be kind of... Now, you know, yeah. you know the, this, the movie um, Poltergeist? Yeah, yeah. Where it comes through the telly? Yes. Couldn't happen now because TV channels just keep on going. Yeah, and also, didn't they used to play the National Anthem? They did the National Anthem, and then and then it would go... My friend uh, Brian's family is from Ireland. Yeah. In fact, producer Brian from uh, the Magic Breakfast Show. Oh, yeah. Um, he says that apparently in Ireland they used to do the rosary a couple of times a week as well. It'd have wow. prayers... On the telly. Well, that's it. I think we should reinstate that. About that bit of prayer, a bit of the rosary beads. Rosary. And I think there should be just some objects that are filmed live. Just a still life of a vase and an ashtray. Yeah. And maybe a box of biscuits. And just no noise, but that just filmed That'd be live. quite calming, wouldn't it? You could be almost draw good. it at home. Yeah, it'd be very strong. Yeah. And some rosary. <laughs> I often wonder with that song, Blondie, whether it got to number one because it says number one so much within the song, and it almost persuaded people to go and buy the record. Did you ever wonder about that? Like a self-fulfilling prophecy in many ways. I always think as well with certain songs, people are quite tactical of saying radio quite a bit because they know that radio stations like to play songs that mention radio. Like Radio Gaga? Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? I think they did it on purpose. I think there's a sort of subliminal thing in that Blondie track. Number one. Number one. Number Number one. one. Come on, guys. Number one. Right, okay. We're always looking for a sideline, Bush. Yeah. Let's release a song mm-hmm. that is has number one in it repeatedly and see if we go to number one again. Why don't we call it uh, uh, Radio Number One? Because we've got radio in there and, and we've got number one. one in there as well. How about number one radio? Number one radio, that's good. We don't want to fall out with artistic differences on the first single. Yeah. I'll go along with that then. We need to sort of collaborate with somebody really cool like Uncle. Yes. Uh, or like, oh, who's hot now? Dr. Green. No, Mr. Green. <laughs> Dr. Green. Professor Green. <laughs> Sounds like a Cluedo character. <laughs> James, the producer, it... has literally fallen onto his desk with desperation. Dr. Green in the ballroom <laughs> with a candlestick. <laughs> Dr. Green. We could do that. We've got, we've got to collaborate with somebody cool, a well, cool DJ. Any any suggestions? We're open to suggestions. Please get in touch with the show. Yeah, and, and we'll do that, and they'll do a really cool set of beats and very, very cool stuff, and then we'll just go... Number one radio. Number one radio. Number one radio. I would do that bit where we don't ever meet each other, but we've recorded on the same song. You get that these days, don't Kiki you? Kiki D and Elton John, mate. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Don't go breaking my heart. Number one radio. <laughs> I'm going on a vine. Go, Dr. Green, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Now, listen, uh, we've got some amazing music coming up. Uh, we're going to play some chic now. And after that, Bush... I need to hear a few details about your week because I understand you've been uh, you've been away out of town and some exciting things have happened. <laughs> Always good to hear that on any day of the week, but somehow particularly on a Saturday afternoon. 
Is there any way you can't dance to this or not know. dance? Do you know what I mean? I you, know. you have to almost. You have to. You have to. But not doing the horizontal clapping. Just stop the horizontal clapping. It's so we want weird. to completely eradicate that from human behaviour. It's really odd. I'm slightly obsessed with that image now of the guy doing that the Why whole would you do time. That? Why would you do that? Oh, maybe he had something wrong with his shoulders or something. No, he was, he was just just being difficult. Yeah. Difficult clapper. Uh, now, Bushy, talking of clapping. Uh huh. Uh, you've had an exciting week, haven't you? I have had an exciting week. Come on, what's I went been going to, on? I went to an awards ceremony. I was <gasps> nominated for an award. Bush was nominated for an award. Best International Breakthrough Artist. No, I wish. Um, <laughs> actually, ironically, right, I didn't win the award, unfortunately. Went up to Leeds for this big awards ceremony, all dolled up. So what did you wear, mate? Come on. Uh, I wore... I don't like wearing suits and that now. It makes me look like um, a really annoying uh, estate agent from like Foxton's Employee <laughs> of the Month or whatever. So I thought what I'll do, I'll wear a T-shirt with a blazer over the top. Nice. A pair of jeans and some kind of smart shoes. Slightly Clarkson. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it was a bit Clarkson. I did look a bit Clarkson. Matey, what were the shoes? Just take me through the shoes. They weren't pointy, were they? They were brown pointy shoes. I think you definitely have a problem with them. You didn't wear pointy shoes. I did wear pointy oh, shoes. Oh, Bush, I can't look at you. What's wrong with pointy shoes? Matey, they are so sinister. Are they? Men in pointy shoes are so... I can't deal with it. There's me thinking I looked the bomb, and you reckon <laughs> I looked sin- sinister. Like the child catcher or something. So hang on, what what was the jacket? The jacket was like a nice, smart blue blazer. Okay. Don't, I don't don't mean blazer in a like British Legion type way. Yeah. I mean blazer in kind of like okay, you know, okay. smart one. Yeah, you know. nice. And then white tee underneath. Well, I got grey t-shirt underneath. Grey tee, lovely. Colour of jeans? Uh, darker blue. Mm-hmm. Could be mistaken for smart. Uh-huh. With a crease down or not? Uh, no, no crease. No crease. No. And then the pointy, pointy shoes. Pointy shoes. I look like Gary Barlow's tired older brother who hasn't had anywhere near the same success as him. <laughs> Macy, why the pointy shoe? It's I've never just, seen your pointy what shoes. What would you go for, shoes-wise, at the bottom of the outfit? I'd then? go for a brogue. I'd go for a oh. moccasin. I'd go for anything other than a pointy shoe. How pointy? Pretty pointy, I'll be honest with you. Oof. If you were to put a bagel on the end, they would get, <laughs> they'd get about four inches on. I don't know if that helps anyone at home. Maybe slide a bagel <laughs> over a shoe if you're listening. Bush, if, I can't deal with the <laughs> fact that you own pointy shoes. Why did I not know that about you? I've got a few of them, actually. I've got a few pairs. What? Yeah. I've got grey pointy shoes. I've got some kind of kind of darker brown pointy shoes and I've got these pointy shoes. But look, the thing is, I didn't win, Mel, all right? So if you want to add sinister to loser, <laughs> which is the other token Maybe that's tag why got, you didn't win. Maybe you... they saw your shoes and they thought, well, he can't come up on stage with those. Thanks very much, mate. <laughs> and the reason matey boy was clapping, I noticed it, is because he was clapping the winner, not me. Sideways clap, sat next to me. Do you know what, Bush? No word of a lie. So much cooler not to win. You, re- you reckon? Yeah. Oh, thanks so much. It's amazing to be up for. Was it? What was it for? Pointy shoe wearer of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know who oh, I lost to? I lost to Jamie Cullum. What, was he wearing pointy shoes? He, no. No, he didn't. No, no, you see. Right. Ergo, my ruddy argument... Holds water. Just because Jamie Cullum wasn't wearing pointy shoes. That's, you think that's why the he won. Okay, he can play like piano. He's like a jazz musician, all right? So just cut me some slack. I'm going to come to your wardrobe and burn all of your pointy shoes You've in a ceremony. so many of my clothes over the course of this show, over the years. It's unbel- unbelievable. <laughs> oh, dear. We need we need some sort of break from this. I think, <laughs> I think we need to just regather and gird our loins. Bushingtons, I'm going to pod you up. Bushy, Bushy. This could not be more apt for today's show. This is weird. Okay. 
This is actually weird. Spooky. What's your favourite card game? Oh, <gasps> smash the demon in the face. What's it called? <laughs> Race the demon in your pointy shoes. Race the demon in your pointy shoes, 100%. I'm going to try that game. Matey, listen, I'm sorry I've been a bit vague about the instructions, but you do need a pack of cards each per player. Yeah, yeah. And it is absolutely addictive. I went away once to Wales with my bestest, bestest school friends in the world, including Nem, who taught us. And uh, we were supposed to have a kind of catch-up and a lot of soul-searching and, you know, big life chat. Played Racing Demon literally for 48 hours. <laughs> and it got quite nasty and competitive. But you're saying Nem's really good at it. She's not a she's hustler. Amazing. She doesn't like pretend to lose at the beginning and say, hey, why don't you play for some money? And then she kind of whips everybody. No, she's just ruddy competitive. She's damn good. Do you know what I'd love to do, right? I'd love to train... Yeah. For a year, yeah, and then take them on. Take her on, man. Take she her needs, on. She needs taking down a peg or two. Whoa, I'm going to get training. Racing demon, mate. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our little podcast. Hear more japery like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Show. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.